Hey there, friends and family of Welcome to the live for the Brayman post game show. It is chaos. This is the show by the fans for the fans. And if you are new to the show, we host this every Sunday after the league matches are done on the Podbean app. So if you want to join us when we go live, get the Podbean app. I'm pretty sure it's free. Pretty sure this program's free. Pretty sure you get exactly what you pay for when you join us. Uh, today, going live, we are joined by, let me just, we got a few people in here. Uh, Dustin is with us today. Uh, Spivey is here. Sooner is with us. I will never be able to get that acronym down. VMXMG. It looks like somebody just mashed their fingers into the keyboards. Is here. Salty is with us. Ralph, our uh, our good old buddy Ralph is with us. And Bizarro Sooner, otherwise known as Juan, is with us as well. And, of course, always flying alongside me is my co-pilot, Christian. What it do? What in motherfucking do? What is good, sir? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what isn't good these days? I think most of us are uh, probably just feeling a little lightheaded after uh, pr- some pretty, uh, pretty phenomenal performances from a team that, uh, honestly, <laughs> we have come to expect a lot less from over the years. Yeah, significantly less. It's honestly, it's hard to believe that it's the same team that we maybe saw earlier this year. You know what I mean? Um, Absolutely. Yeah. It's. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and if you ask if you ask sooner, it's not the same team, and I'm sure he's going to come on at some point in time and uh, let us know why that is. Uh, we are also joined by Scheiss Hasfau, and Gepi is here, of course, because I believe he's top of the leaderboard again, so I'm pretty sure that's the only reason he tunes in these days, is just to hear his name. <laughs> I swear, I see, he's a ringer. Gepi's a ringer. we got to get him out of here. <laughs> yeah, problematic. I don't like him one bit. And Keep Paul is joining us. Go ahead. <laughs> Deport Geppy. That's right. Where is Sooner when you I don't know him? how, but... Build, yeah. build a wall to keep the Geppies out. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to join us live, like you said, we said you can get the app. Join us. You can get into the chat. Lots of people already chatting there. Um, and if you want to reach out to us on Twitter, you can. Christian is at SVW. OMYTFC, myself at Not Easy Green. And I'm pretty sure Shai Hasfal is going to be... Uh, horny squirrel slash the chef because he's <laughs> I'm pretty sure fucking so uh, many names I honestly don't I know. know who anybody is anymore <laughs> I'm just like I've, I've given up I'm like I'll figure it out and then when I figure it out they've changed their name and their fucking avatar again mostly I'm just talking about Juan yeah well <laughs> what, what is faces. It, it is a, it is a safe space uh for for schizophrenics so if you, however you feel on a day <laughs> you just put you put whatever name in uh, you want there and we'll try and figure yeah. out who you are uh Seriously. but yeah you can reach you can reach out to the north america group as well uh at na verner if you got larger bits of mail that you want to send to us send that to not easy green 2017 at gmail.com and you know what i haven't checked that email in a long time Probably shouldn't do that while we're doing this. <laughs> yeah. oh, I guarantee you there's going to be so much shit there. Yeah. Uh, free videos. Yeah. Mostly sign up for. Yeah. You know. <laughs> uh, okay. So if you want to join us, uh, you know, whatever it is that we do around here, probably the best place to get a hold of most of the listeners uh, that uh, follow Verter and they speak English is on our Discord. You can find a link to the Discord at link. Uh, linktree backslash verter na so l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e backslash 
Verter, and a lot of other stuff there that you can get involved with. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Good group of people to hang out with. Um, and you know, you just have to tolerate a little bit of a Nintendo perno every once in a while. <laughs> More often than not, it's just a safe <laughs> assumption that there's going to be some there. <laughs> so, uh, you know, obviously, I mentioned last week the uh, sex, drugs, and Christians only fans T-shirts are available at the uh, Verda North America shop. However, last I think it was just last night in the chat on Discord, another great idea spawned by uh, uh, by Juan. Um, the Malatini Martini shirt, I think is something that needs to happen. <laughs> Absolutely classy. And then there was another one that came up in the live, live game chat. So if you guys watch the live games, uh, please feel free to join the discord and chat along with us while we're, uh, while we're all watching the games, but something else came up in the, in the live chat that somebody thought was a great shirt. And I didn't, I should have wrote it down. And I don't know what King Ian is. I mean, he's hanging out with his wifey today. It's her birthday. Well, happy birthday to King Ian's wifey. Um, That's horse shit. Yeah, as as Mitch Hedberg said, get your priorities crooked because they're way too straight. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get into things. Um, Verter extended their unbeaten run, making it six games without a loss. Something the average Verter fan is not used to seeing. A swell of euphoria has swept the fandom, and everyone seems to be walking a little bit taller these days. News of an investor group also hit this week, giving hope to everyone that the worst of Verter days may be behind them. Verter looked fantastic yesterday, throttling Freiburg 3-1. The team looked well put together, hardworking. It was like the Bayern game with less luck and more purpose. Christian, you watched the game. Give us your scoop. Yeah. Honestly, it's probably one of the most important wins and convincing wins that I think that we've had definitely this season. I rank it like top two or three, if not top. Um, and then that goes for like, I don't know how many seasons uh, it's been that we've looked that good. Somebody said, you know, second division. And you know what? Probably not wrong. Um, when we played in the Bundes Bundesliga Zwei, uh, we had a couple really convincing wins and it was kind of a shock to us that we came in in second place. But, um, and this is similar sort of uh, feeling. Like everything is just, we just look great all over the field. Even our defense, which I don't think anybody is convinced um, as being, you know, having depth or having the quality that it would take um, has looked really I, you know, honestly, I'd probably say stable, which is relatively unheard of for us. Our attack is fucking formidable. Just incredible short passing runs up the pitch, catching everybody off guard composure from so many different players with the ball at their feet. Um, I mean, Malatini was fucking his last goal was amazing. Uh, it felt like a bit like watching kids play in the schoolyard. And, you know, it was that one kid who's like slightly better than everybody else. And the, the keeper dove for it and then just sort of danced around him and then just, you know, kind of tucked it in nicely. Do, do, um, you, find, yeah. do you find it ironic that when the scouting report came out on Malatini, one of the comments that uh, Ole Werner made was that they understand and they know up front that he struggles to dribble with the ball. Like, does yeah, that? Yeah. That doesn't I mean, look, like, it didn't look like somebody had a problem. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly, like, I. <laughs> You know, I don't, I don't even understand anything anymore. I've kind of <laughs> given up on it. Um, I mean, in fairness, that's, 
it could just be that's the one time somebody else sure. pointed this as well yeah. said you know this is the only time he's ever going to have a great game it was like the the, the christian the christian gross slalom run through the defense and then put pin yeah. in that ball just over the bar and we all thought woo yeah. you know <laughs> yeah yeah exactly exactly but uh, i mean we just look so we look like you know what i think honestly i i feel like we are playing the way that I think a lot of us kind of knew we could, if the players, the proper players were on the field. Um, and the problem has always been that the proper players have not been on the field. They've been on the bench or they get like 10 minutes fucking here and there, which just, we all know is not enough to prove yourself now. Uh, and Jinma, or as I keep fucking calling him, Ninma, <laughs> which is so it, it irritates me to no end. Cause I'll say it and be like, fuck, I didn't mean to anyways. He's kind of been uh, an exception to the rule where he's he's really, you know, had these small moments and managed to capitalize. But the majority of players are not going to be able to do that. It's a real rarity that that sort of thing happens. And I mean, he he into himself is a whole other sort of incredible story, mm -hmm. I think, as everybody's been following. Um, and I think we're incredibly lucky that we didn't let him go for fucking pennies at this well, moment. Well, again, because um, I'm mean, sure Dor we could have. We honestly could have. Dortmund had the purchase option on them and they waived it. I think two, two yeah. million is what they had. Yeah. And, and so yeah. I say it again. I said it last week. I'll say it again. Enjoy him folks. Yeah. Just yeah. enjoy every minute. Cause I'm pretty sure yeah. there's a, there's a limited timeline on that one. Sure. Uh, there's a, I think, there's I think a, if he continues to play this way, like for a full season, he's out of here um, for, I don't know. One of the, one of the teams that can afford him in the Bundesliga and then mm -hmm. maybe on to England or something like that, you know, if he's continues to play at a high level in Europe. Um, but he's not for long with us, unfortunately. I don't, yeah, I don't think so. Uh, so a couple of, a couple of things that I missed there. Yeah. So in the, uh, Paul or Spivey or somebody was helping me out. Uh, the shirt idea that needs to happen is make Verter horny again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and if we can get that in like MAGA colors, I think that'd be sweet. Um, <laughs> and the other thing is we talked about Christian Gross and I haven't done this for a while, so I didn't even know where to find the button. Oh, Used to be so regular and now yeah, it's right? Like, <laughs> <all dried up. laughs> all right. So, uh, folks that are listening live, um, this is going to be a call in show. So we are going to change up the format just a little bit. Uh, Christian and I are going to launch into the three up three down. Uh, and then after that, we'll open up the phone lines. Um, I'll give you a little bit of an introduction as to kind of the topics that we can hit. And uh, then by all means, light up the phone lines. We'll take you guys one at a time. We'll maybe give 15, 20 minutes for that. So say your piece, you know, uh, then, you know, tell us to fuck off and then get off the phone. Uh, and we'll, <laughs> we'll take it. We'll take it from there and see how it goes. Uh, all right. So Christian, uh, we talked a little bit about the game. Obviously it was phenomenal. It was fantastic. Again, I think, and you also clarified the same point that I was, the, and, and I think Sooner was talking about it too. This was a better game, uh, than the Bayern game, yeah. the Bayern game. Um, genuinely, I felt that Bayern kind of gave us the opportunity and yeah. we took it. Um, yeah. in, in this game, it really didn't feel like Freiburg. I, I felt Freiburg was probably playing at a decent level. I mean, granted they were beat up. They, they had a lot of injuries. Um, you know, but it's, it's not like we, we were missing 
I read in the report, we're missing two players on our bench. Like that's how our depth is. <laughs> like we, we couldn't yeah. even fill out a bench. Right. So it's not like, you know, we've got all this depth that we can access either. So I really felt that Verter played a determined game. They stuck to the game plan. Uh, they hit them where it hurts. Um, and it really did look like the team was playing as a unit, uh, which is something prior to the winter break. I don't think we could, uh, we could say with any kind of real you know, passion or conviction. So let's uh, let's get into those three up and three down. Let's start with the things that suck because we're going to end on a high note before we turn it over to the listeners. Uh, did you find anything that, that was sucky? Um, honestly, like I, uh, I really, I even wrote in my notes, it's a down and then I, in, in uh, brackets, it said stretching it. Meaning, down in like, an I up really, kind of way. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't, I, I it was like, I, oh man, I've got a nine yeah. inch kid. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, it's honestly like it's really fucking hard because it was just such a good complete game from us it really was um and and i and i'm so tired of feeling so negative about, about this team and i know mm-hmm. last week even after the game against uh shiza byron i still said you know I, I wasn't negative but i was still critical and in this game i really can't be um i so i said uh the two downs that i i quote unquote came up with was the the demal penalty or, uh, yeah sorry the demal De, well yeah so that was a bit shit <laughs> uh but i mean like whatever it didn't bother me i it still felt like there was still plenty of time when we were playing so well uh, you didn't have the greatest game but whatever you know it's it's gonna happen i'm not as harsh or critical about some players as uh others might be um and then christian gross funny enough then i say christian gross oh yeah um, that's two that's two nuts in one show folks we're back there on track you go. just running with it uh yeah i'm i mean i i anytime he steps on the field it's a it's a, a down but whatever he wasn't he didn't get the opportunity to fuck anything up so yeah i didn't get a red card in the five minutes he played yeah, yeah exactly. uh, okay yeah, and i totally agreed with you i felt that the uh the the penalty that was taken by demal was absolutely needless and just it was yeah. sloppy very very sloppy uh the next thing that i had thought because again i'm not i'm not quite as starry-eyed as you are christian i've uh okay. you know i i can i can find things that suck in a great game i <laughs> i'm not a <laughs> Find a way to make it happen. Eh? It's, it, it is my skill <laughs> with the talent I hold. Uh, okay, so the second thing that I thought that sucked, and we can get into this a little bit more. I'm sure we'll, it'll come up. I, I really still feel like we're missing the connection uh, between the midfield and the strikers, right? We've got guys that are able to dribble. Um, you know, it looks like a, a player like Voltamod might be able to drop deep and make some of those connecting pieces, but we don't have. We got uh, we got Lenin in the in the in the defensive midfield position. You know, making some long passes uh, to the front, which is great, but we're missing that Kaita esque uh, type player that and and Schmid right now is supposed to be filling that void. And I mean, it's it's just there's far too many. Uh, opportunities now, the way that uh, you've got Njinma running at the defense, uh, the way that you've got the wingers when you've got Agu, Visor, uh, or Dema running the flanks, there's just too many opportunities that are going begging. And uh, and that's just because we're not proficient enough in the midfield. And uh, at this point in time, it's we're just missing that player. Uh, again, for, the, for this particular type of, of system, the way that they played. So for me, that was a little bit of a down. And, of course, the last down that I've got is that Bore is still with the team. And for me, honestly, and I put it into the chat, 
we're paying the guy like I'm pretty sure five or six million a season, right? He he showed up in a promo for another team wearing another team's jersey. Um, we're not going to get money for him. I don't understand what we're doing with this guy still on the team. He doesn't want to be here. I don't want him here. I yeah. you know, and and it's nothing against it's nothing against him. He made his bed. Right? Yeah. So somebody does that, they they've made their decision. Okay. And and understand, we're not we don't have a negotiating position here. What what it, like it's not like Internacional is going to, you know, do more for him. No. Right? No. <laughs> it just means they, they wait like a couple of months and he's still theirs. And in the I, meantime, we pay him and put him on the bench because why are you going to fucking play this guy who's not giving well, it his all and you have players that are actually in that same position on your team with a contract? It's fucking moronic. It is. Well, you got, like like Juan said, maybe he did this thinking that, you know, Verter would let him go. I guarantee you that's why he did the photo op. I guarantee you. And I guarantee you International said, you do this, it's going to piss him off. They're just going to want you off the team. <laughs> well, what we're yeah. doing right now, can we just, like, there, there, there comes a point where a little bit of self-awareness should kick in and they should yeah. look at around and say, you know what, what can we do? Let the guy go. Yeah. I mean, just, just let him go. I, I'm not understand. I don't really get what we're going to achieve by keeping him locked in the basement, right? Like, what are we yeah. proving here? What? <laughs> I just don't, I don't understand it. You know, it, you lost your leverage. You lost your negotiating chip, you know, move on. Anyway, let's, uh, let's go on to the things that were awesome. So, uh, did you only get three of those Christian or did you have more? Uh, I limited myself to three. Atta boy. Um, could have been, could have been easy. Discipline is a characteristic. I would, if I said Christian and one of the first things I think about discipline would probably be number one. <laughs> yeah, I get, I get that a lot, especially on the weekend. <laughs> Moderation and discipline. Um, so, so number one, I had Lenin. The man had a fucking incredible game. Absolutely incredible. That's two in a row now. Uh, he continues to prove why that motherfucker should be in the starting 11. No debate. Playing a long side stay. Um, anybody saying otherwise is... I, 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 like, I need to know... <laughs> Uh, I would love to know what crack you're smoking, but also like, I, I would love to know. And I mean this genuinely why you justify that stance, why you think for a second that he should not be starting, you know, especially after such like two strong, strong performances with both statistics and results to fucking back it up. Anyways, he had a brilliant game. Uh, mm -hmm. Final third. We're looking better. We looked better in the final third this game. You know, it was actually, we looked dangerous. Rather than sort of running it down to the final third and then not knowing what to do, uh, we, we, I mean, statistically, I don't know if I even looked at it, to be honest. I should do right now. Well, I'm sure um, you did because discipline is an attribute that you excel at. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Especially with something that I'm so invested in like this here. <laughs> <laughs> so so shots for instance we had 14 shots uh shots on target we had three shots off target we had six uh they had five block shots uh we had a ton of corner kicks i mean just in general it was fairly obvious that uh you know we were counterattacks, counterattack shots uh, big chances, all all things, shots inside the box. We had more. I'd love to know. It's too bad Ian's, you know, spending time with his wife. Um, but I, I wish he could pull up some numbers <laughs> to find out what our uh, top 
top, uh, I guess, top amount of shots inside the box um, were this season, like which game they happened in. Um, I wouldn't doubt if this was like top three or four, to be honest. And it's not even that that crazy. It was like 10. But still for us, that's a fucking ton because we've not been that effective in that final third. Um, and then finally, the last thing I had is our sweet little sunny boy in Jinma. What an <laughs> angel. Yeah, I mean, the guy's just fucking incredible right now. And it would be amazing to see him, as we've all talked about, next to Voltamata would be brilliant. Um, it was great to see him take that shot, too. Like, you can tell that he's starting to gain some real confidence, um, which I, 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 I don't know. It kind of felt a little bit like Dukes was getting a little bit pissed off. But you know what? He fucking scored a goal, so tough shit. And he celebrated. Dukes celebrated accordingly afterwards, as he should. <laughs> Um, I love that that's but, even a piece of conversation. <laughs> I know it's fucking it's that's where we're at right now, you know. Um, but yeah, so it's uh, it's pretty pretty exciting to watch him play, and and you know as you said, we really do need to enjoy him while we have him because it will not be for very long if it, if he continues at this rate. Yeah. Well, and even during the game, I think he had another shot that he took uh, from the left side of the field that just curled wide of the uh, of the outside post or the far post. You know, he's he's taking he's taking the looks that he he thinks he's got. And again, that's yeah. uh, you know, with maturity, with time on the field, novel concept, playing time on the field, he's going to discover you know Mental. which of you know he's going to make some mistakes, but it's through those mistakes that he's going to learn uh, you know which of those shots are you know either a higher percentage or one that he should. He should be taking yeah. right. So no, yeah, I totally absolutely. agree with you. Uh, so the three ups that I had are a little bit different than yours. I tried to go off uh, off trail a little bit. So for the first one, and and this isn't even off trail if we're being. And truthfully, you could put, you could put the spin the wheel of great things that happened yesterday, and you're going to land on something that everybody's you know thinks should be number one. Uh, but my number sure. one is going to be big stops by Zetti. Um, Zetter again. This is a game where I believe he gave us three points. Uh, the second half of the game, he wasn't having to do nearly as much, uh, but there was a couple of big stops in the first half uh, that saved us going in uh, to the halftime talk down a goal. Uh, so again, uh, he's just he's proving to be uh, the right player uh, for the time that we need him right now. Uh, he's getting more and more confident, uh, just like uh, Injinma or many of the other players that are kind of working together now. I, I just think he's he's just been fantastic. I've been on a little bit of a man crush with uh, Zetterer lately, and uh, I am totally comfortable with that. The second thing that I thought was awesome was the double six midfield again. So two games in a row now featuring Stea and Lienen. Um, The double six I felt was again instrumental in securing that midfield. Uh, Lienen was cleaning up uh, stuff at the back. Uh, again, uh, there, was a, um, there was a tweet that I reposted uh, just this morning or this afternoon or something. Go out and check it on Twitter. A very, very cool uh, where they statistically break down and show you on the field. Uh, where Lenin actually has his greatest effect, and that's in his spacing and his positioning and how he forces the ball to various areas of the field. And then on offense, his movement is drawing defenders away from uh, other players. He, he's an incredibly intelligent uh, player, and he does so much for this team. And I think there was a quote that said, uh, you know, when you watch the game, you don't actually notice uh, Lenin at all. But if you watch yeah. Lenin, you see the entire game. And that's, of course, a hack job on that quote, but it, it stands nonetheless. Uh, there, was, there was a number of situations where, and I think, <clears throat> I think you've mentioned it in uh, Discord, Christian, where they, they were in kind of a pressure situation. The ball ends up on Lenin's foot, and rather than rushing a pass or moving a pass, he looks one way. Nope, 
dribbles a yeah. little bit, looks, no, nope, doesn't. And he just, he works with the ball until he finds a good solution. He doesn't just rifle the ball away. Uh, just that calm yeah. on the ball. The, the guy, yeah, insane that a player that had been playing Europe could bring this. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd have known? Who, Who'd have you know? Yeah, inquiring crazy, minds crazy want stuff. to know, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely mind-boggling that. I know, it's crazy. Yeah, so that's kind of an up-down, right? It's an up that he's playing. The down part is it's tragic that we're just seeing him now. Uh, the last up that I had, um, and this is just because it's a narrative that I push, so that's a big shout-out to Dr. Tim. I have a narrative, and I only <laughs> and I only like statistics and information that agree with that. Bittencourt as a sub is far more effective than Bittencourt starting. And we've been saying this for far yeah. too long. He's oh, way yeah. better in the late part of the game. Let him come on and play against tired defenders and kind of hope that whatever that magical je ne sais quoi, you know, kind of comes out and, you know, does whatever that amazing little Brazilian stuff, you know, happens out there. Uh, you let it happen against tired defenders, right? And uh, let him mm -hmm. run for 30 minutes while he can actually run for 30 minutes. Anyway, that yeah. was my third up. No, it's good. I'm with you on that. Yeah, I would love to see more of Leo as a sub because he really is like, he's actually even fun to watch, one might argue. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Give me something to work with here, God damn it. <laughs> well, I think we did rate him one of the more beautiful players on the team. So there's that. He's got yeah, that <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, as uh, as promised, we are going to make this a call-in show, so I'm going to flip the switch on there. If you guys are following us on the app, uh, you'll be able to see a little call-in button or something like that. Um, so I'm going to set up the, the topic here and then uh, just kind of leave it for you guys to respond to. There are other you know things that uh, Christian and I can talk about. We can definitely get into all kinds of other topics, like the investors, uh, transfers, and there's a pile, a pile of would you rather's and bet on it or against it's right. So if everybody wants to sit on their hands, you know, you can do that too. We'll, we'll struggle through the show. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's uh, if you want to call in, now's your opportunity. So, uh, just kind of set up the topic. So the Verter form currently, uh, currently Verter is the fifth best form in the Bundesliga over the last five games. If you make that six or seven games, I believe we're the sixth best form. Um, we are undefeated in the last six games, including Bayern and Leipzig. Incredible. 23 points from 19 games, sitting in ninth place. We're 12 points away from the direct relegation place and eight points away from Europe. Uh, and probably a really cool stat that gets overlooked, we're a negative four goal differential after match day 19. So that's, that's pretty phenomenal for us. Um, in more sobering news, so as a contrast, Last season, after match day 19, we were in eighth position instead of ninth. We had 27 points instead of 23. We were 13 points away from automatic relegation, and this year we're 12 points. So actually, we're very similar. Uh, and we were only two points away from Europe last year, whereas this year it's eight. And we had a negative six goal differential. So last year, we finished the season in 13th place. We only managed to get nine points from this point on last season. Uh, so the question is, is this the same old Verter? You know, are we going to watch us eke out the rest of the season as we have before? Or has something changed? Has something tangibly changed? And if you believe that it's something has changed or you believe nothing has changed, we want to hear from you. So give us a call 
and uh, let us know what you believe is the number one thing that's changed. Obviously, there's probably 15 or 16 things we could talk about, but if you just pick your top thing, the number one thing that has made the biggest difference here at Verter, and, um, and, and let's go to town with it. Or if you're a detractor and you think absolutely nothing has changed at Verter, we're just experiencing a nice little blip. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd encourage you to give us a call and explain why you think that is the case as well. So maybe uh, to kick things off while we're waiting for our first caller, that's your cue, everybody. First caller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anybody? Juan, Juan's like, I think he wants us to call. No, no, you totally misunderstand. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it looks, like we, looks like we got Spivey coming on here. So uh, sweet. We'll, we'll get to, okay, Spivey, uh, what, what's going on here? Spivey is good. Okay. Let us know if you can hear us here, Spivey. Yeah. Can you hear me? You got it. Can indeed. Let's, uh, let's make Verter horny again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess uh, has something changed? I don't think something's necessarily changed from last year, but it's definitely changed for this year. Um you know, the beginning of the year was night and day to what we're seeing. Uh, yesterday, you'd throw in a couple questions in there as far as, is there anybody specific? Uh, I think Zeddy is a huge part of it. Sure. Um, he has sh- proved that he can um, stop shots better than originally we figured. But... Uh, him playing the ball and not passing it straight to somebody else is definitely uh, a huge, <laughs> huge difference. There. Now, Funny um, how how much that changes the game, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, somebody posted the shot stop map there a couple days yeah, ago. I think Juan did that. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, and percentage wise, like they, I think they faced. They're like within five shots faced of each other, and Zeddy's save percentage is just it was like 10 15 20 percent higher something like that um so i mean that's i think it's more than just defensive positioning helping um i I do think that him distributing the ball better has created a lot of better opportunities for him too because a a number of the shots that pavs did face were off of him giving the ball away to somebody in a terrible spot or uh just a rebound shot. So, I mean, Zeddy's done a pretty good job of not giving up so many rebound shots, but. So, yeah, it has to be said that uh, the team has fundamentally changed tactically as far as playing more defensive, which is something that I've pointed out before. Yeah. Um, do you account for that in the fact that Zetterer looks better than Pavlenka? Would Pavlenka have fared better in the system that we currently have uh, right now? His numbers would probably be a little bit better, yeah, but you're still dealing with the fact that Pavlenka's got to pass the ball and yeah. not That's get right. away. Um, he, he, he'd probably be a little bit better, but I do think that Zetterer is doing a lot better than Pavlenka would do. Um, Zetterer, in my opinion, has probably gotten us a couple extra points from what Pavlenka would have if he had stayed our starter. Well, you got no argument How from many me. Goals? <laughs> uh, yeah. How many goals do you think Zetterer has actually been involved in? And I don't mean against, but for, like, as far as his distribution is concerned. I'd be curious to see whether there's any sort of uh, significant difference between that and then maybe what uh, what Pavlas has done. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, yeah. I think he's probably been at least a part of the buildup, you know, whether it's setting up a good sure. pass uh, outlet or whatnot, uh, probably on three or four of the goals at least. Well, by, uh, by virtue of not launching the ball directly to an opposing <laughs> midfielder. The wing back that's sitting there off on the side or actually hitting a decent long pass into space for one of our guys to get to. <laughs> no, very, very cool. Totally agree with you, Spivey. Pavlanka, or sorry, that um, Zetterer is a major uh, difference maker for Werder Bremen's form right now. And you believe that we've got a different uh, different team right now than we had at the beginning of the season? Or do you feel that, are we just experiencing a blip here? I think it is a different team. Uh, the guys do seem like they're responding better to the tactics and whatnot. Granted, some of the stuff that's happened has been... Werner's had his hand forced by injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like if if injuries and suspensions weren't a factor, I don't think we take points from Byron whatsoever last week. Yeah. I think that win is 100% due to uh, the fact that we couldn't play Marv and we couldn't play Leo from the start. So he had to put in Lennon. He had to put uh, start in Jinma and uh, Baltimore. Yeah. So I, I do think he's – kind of starting to figure it out but uh, at the same time a lot of it's his hands being forced into it through injury yeah. and so awesome well which is still pretty concerning too right right yeah it's not you know doesn't give you a great vote of confidence <laughs> there, but uh, <laughs> it is at least you know he's learning even if it's he's learning the hard way and he's being stubborn and whatnot he's still kind of learning so sure that's true all right. Well, thanks, Spivey. Appreciate the call in. I'm going to cut you off here. Thanks for making Inverter horny again. Always. always. <laughs> All right. I'm cutting you Take off. Take care, fella. All right. Well, what about that's that, Christian? Really good point. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. And you know what? To be honest, I don't think I've – not that I don't think Zetterer is a uh, top quality keeper. Um, I do. I just don't think I've attributed nearly enough credit to our success to him and his play. Um, but he has had some absolutely incredible saves. Uh, um, he feels just more sturdy at the back, and it's the same defense. There's something that not everybody had. says about people, eh? Yeah, it's I know, serious. right? <laughs> sturdy ass a fucking uh and uh i don't know i don't know which goddamn sooner verter this is i i'm, I'm assuming that it's Juan. if it says uh, bet 365 it's it's yeah. Juan. <laughs> all right so uh he pointed out that malatini's goal yesterday was off a zetter or long ball into space which the defender failed to deal with so yeah it's me thanks thanks yeah <laughs> that helps eh? what a clarifying yeah, statement perfect <laughs> You can both, if you can both agree that you're you, that would be super helpful. Yeah, it's like um, uh, but I mean, you're waiting, waiting to start a meeting, and the guy looks around and goes, "Is everybody here?" Like, what a stupid question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. looks that way, doesn't it? <laughs> well, and I, I'm, I'm just kind of sad we missed out on a guy named Gary Glitter. I wonder if that's actually the Gary Glitter. Yes. Like, <laughs> like, didn't he rock and roll yeah, anthem he's... two or something? Like. I'm pretty uh, sure I think he's in the Cambodian prison for fucking like, <laughs> child child sex assault. Uh, he's a pretty notorious fucking pedo. <laughs> so I'll go ahead and assume that that was not the real <laughs> <fucking> Jerry Glitter. 
<laughs> we probably stopped in to hear what we were talking about and thought, oh no, yeah. this sounds a little too For overrated. the record, this show is not pedophile friendly. <laughs> we do not like fucking kitty diddlers. You can fuck off. Followed, yeah, and, and interesting enough, followed by an entrance by Mick D07. <laughs> Changed the name real quick there, right? Good, good stuff, yeah. All right, uh, yeah, we still, we still got time here, folks. Give us a call uh, if you're sitting at home with nothing to do, which I'm assuming is most of you because you're tuning into this program. <laughs> uh, you know, hit the little button on there and uh, give us a call. Uh, Christian, If uh, while we're waiting on another call, why don't uh, we, we put the question to you? Are we looking at a completely different team uh, than we had at the start of the season? Are we just riding the crest of a blip here? You know, what, what do you think is going on? All right. Uh, let me put it this way. It's give or take about the same players, but different players are being used uh to their strengths um so yeah it is arguably a different team right um let's take a look at our starting lineup on day one versus our current day um bear with well, me here lean and pull them up <laughs> uh, on the first day yeah, he Amazing. played, and then he, and then he rode the pine for the rest of the first Perfect. Half. That's fucking ideal. Um, so our first game would have been against fucking Shiza Byron. Perfect. Um, so you had Visor, Stay, Bittencourt, Jung, who was actually playing up on the wing, uh, Luca and Duksh, you know? Um, and then you had Peeper, Velkovich, and Friedel at the back, and then Pavlenka and Lenin. Um so, you know, even if you go to the second day, there's a lot of similarities there. So Freiburg, which is literally the game that we just played. Um, we had Duksch, Luca, Jung, Stay, Schmied, Weiser, Gross, Friedel, Stark, Pieper, and Pavlenka. You know, and then it's, so it is, and even the, the like, if you look at the formations, everything about it is, is different. Um, I mean, just the attitude is different. It feels different. But right. that being said, will this stay? Um, I mean, we do kind of know that Werner likes a winner. Um, so if you prove yourself in, in practice and then can duplicate in real life, he'll probably keep playing you. So, I mean, as of right now, I think we can kind of assume what our starting 11 will look like next week, uh, ideally. Um, yeah, I don't know. I would argue that it's a different team right now. Uh, whether it sticks around, stays... Um, whether the the switch has flipped for Verner is a different story. All right, we got uh, Juan on the line, and otherwise known as Bizarro Sooner. Let us know if you can hear us, Juan. I can't hear you. Perfect. Thanks <laughs> is for making this really Juan. Thanks for making Verter horny again, Juan. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wanted to. It looks like Le Chef actually said what I wanted to say. Oh, well yeah, then, which is... see you later. Thanks for the call. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's get Le Chef on here. Yeah. Go ahead, Watson. <laughs> no, so all of these, these changes that have been made, or most of them, have been really just due to injury, other than possibly a goo. That's probably the only real change that he's made that wasn't he wasn't forced to make mm. um was like cards. is in there because pavlenka got hurt and then um i guess 
linen. He was just forced to play linen. He didn't have to. And he finally decided to play him. And he saw it actually helped the team. Do, do you um, find it do you find it odd like I find it odd last year we were being told oh you guys you gotta go quit being so hard on gross gross isn't that bad of a guy gross is a great yeah. player we'd see three or four puff pieces you know every season about gross and now that we've watched Lenin play does everybody's like yeah well better play Lenin he's way better than gross and it's like yeah yeah this is you know it's, it's things like that that uh, I think alludes to some of the stuff you're saying that you know, it's almost like it has to be completely, they have to take it. Like Christopher Columbus, he accidentally finds America and he's considered a great explorer. Ole Werner accidentally uh, puts together a team that can beat Bayern Munich and well, now he's just a genius. Is that kind of where you're going yeah. with this? Yeah. 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 <laughs> what, what day of the year are we going to, are we going to name after Ole Werner though? <laughs> <laughs> Someday in Smarch, I think. <laughs> It's weird well, then, because it's almost it almost certainly feels like uh, the players are out there and they may or may not be following his instructions, um, but they're almost doing it naturally themselves. It's it's like they're on autopilot. Does that make sense? I could well be wrong. Like that's well, the, just yeah. wild speculation. This is where I was gonna. Uh, this is where I was gonna go with it. Same kind of direction uh, to Juan. You know, is who's running the team? Or is Ole Werner running this team right now? Uh, or are the players basically running it for him? Um, almost again, almost, um, what's the word? Despite, uh, the errors of his stubbornness, they're basically creating a winning team. I mean, I think it's still Ole. It's just, I don't know the, the players. He's actually playing the right players. So you're giving him some credit, yeah. just not a, not a pile. I mean, he's playing the right players because he's had to, not because he chose to. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like it was either that or he just fields ten or nine because <laughs> yeah. Dutch isn't available and Leo is not available. So what else are we gonna do? Right. <laughs> All right. So, so then still to, to... still his strategy and tactics, but with players right that players. he's less than enthused yeah, about. Adequate players. Okay. Okay, well then I do want to I do want to finish with this question before uh, we hack you off at the knees. Um, are we looking at a different team than we were at the beginning of the season? Then, even regardless of how we got here, are we looking at a different team? Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, if you have Linen in, he solidifies the defense. The defenders, just in general, the the three center backs are, are playing much better. Uh, hopefully we can just see some consistency there. So that's really important with, with your center back pairings. Um, and then he decided to play our best forward more consistently, um, which was just uh, Jinma just kind of willed that into existence, I guess. Well, really? Yeah. Well, did yeah, you see in, Did you see in the interview with Jin, in Jinma that he basically said uh, in one of his lines was that he, uh, Ole Werner was forced to play him um, due to injuries with, I think it was the, um, ugh, it was the game, before, was it the Mainz game? Yeah, where there was injuries and uh, Werner kind of had to play in Jinma. And he actually said that in the interview, he was kind of forced to play me and I made the most of it. Yeah, exactly. Um yeah, and I mean you can't you can't take him off at this point. Like it doesn't, doesn't oh, matter. People would lose their minds. Yeah. I think I think there would actually be a full on revolt. Yeah. Um because this is the sort of 
narrative that Brayman loves about its players, right? They try to push the same shit with Gross, but Gross is terrible. <laughs> Jinma's actually a fucking class player. So, right. And we love it's an easier sell, that's for sure. Stay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I'm willing to swallow whatever fucking Disney story you got about in Jinma. <laughs> Gross, I'll take it down with a glass of bleach and rat poison, maybe. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, and let's just hope Wultamata is the next one to take that step. Here, here. If he's Where, around, uh, if he's around. If he's around. Problem. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing goes for our uh, man at Heidenheim there. Everybody yeah, seems Inchi. to think that he's elated to come back. Yeah. No, Everybody he's seems not. To th- oh, Dingshi will be back. He's going to no. love it. He's playing so well. Like, did you guys not read that fucking article? You know? Yeah, he's not coming back. There's no way. You you think. actually brought up a, a good point. You said if uh, Werner leaves, or what was the other thing you said? Or, um, or, or if like, I guess... Dingshi is sold, and then Dingshi yeah. Basically told yeah. that they're not planning on bringing anyone in that they're depending on him. Then I think yeah. those are the two scenarios where I think he stays. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Here's one. I'm gonna propose a third, a third and final one. Is um, uh, I somehow Werner is now convinced by Dingshi, uh, despite his age, you know, being a toddler of what 22, 23. Um, you know, just a kid, a young, just a kid. Yeah. Just a fucking <laughs> little baby out there, but because he scored, how many goals does he have right now? Like close to 10. I think he's got eight something like right that. I think he has yeah. eight right now. So we'll say he gets 10 goals by the end of the season with like four assists or something like that. Didn't she's got seven. Didn't she's got seven goals, one assist. Okay. Mm-hmm. So okay. we'll say that he gets 10 goals, three assists. I don't think that's out of the question. Um, and that's enough for Ole Werner. At that point, he's like, okay, this guy's good enough for me, which is pretty fucking pompous. But <laughs> I can see that happening too, where he's like, and then he apologizes to Dingshi, or they make up some sort of weird amends type of horse shit. That maybe I can see happening. Steak dinner, where, candlelight, all that other good stuff. Yeah. If he yeah. did stay though, where would he play? You'd have if to change the, the system. Way, you know? You'd, yeah, you'd yeah. have to you'd have to move to a three four three if you're going to keep the back three, or you'd have to move to like a, a four two three one or something. Like there would have to be a system change. But even in a three four three, those those front three or like the two outside front three are usually a little more tucked in, and he's been playing super wide wide yeah. at Heidenheim. Yeah. So I just right, but he's he's also not he's not crossing the ball and getting assists. He's scoring goals. So he's moving in mm-hmm. centrally. I'm pretty sure that that's probably something they could work with. Um yeah. you know, I, I mean unless that's again, if he's really getting making up a lot of ground and dribbles in the wings, I haven't I haven't looked into it. Um yeah, but I I could I could being that he's scoring goals and not making assists, I'm pretty sure uh, he's not hanging out on the on the touchline the entire time. Anyway, we'll, uh, we're going to get rolling here, uh, Juan. Yeah. Thank you for the call. Thanks for making Verter horny again. For sure. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Talk to you soon. All right. Cutting you off. All right. Ah, still... Last word. <laughs> All right. We still got a few Eat minutes. Shit, Juan. If, uh, <laughs> if you guys want to call in. Uh, we still got a few minutes left for that. 
Um, we'll get into all the other stuff next week. It was just really important uh, when I was chatting with Christian uh, that we make some time uh, to let people call in and uh, give us their hot takes because uh, we don't do that enough. Um, and truthfully, yeah. this could probably, if we did this more often, uh, we could probably have a two-hour show here where we, you know, listen to you guys for an hour. Everybody kind of knocks off, and then we, and then we really get the show started, you know. And, <laughs> and it's kind of fun, honestly, because we are in such like good spirits. Yeah, uh, why not? Such a rarity, this guy. <laughs> you know? Rather than just yeah, nobody wants to call into a show where everybody wants to hang themselves. Right? <laughs> yeah, 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 seriously. Uh, you know. So it's nice to it's nice to you know hear other people's opinions as to why we may in fact be doing something differently. Uh, you know what? And this is something I kind of meant to say before when you asked, do we have a different team? I think right now it feels that way, but I still need like another three, four games of the same caliber of play before I'm convinced. Yep. I'm, you know what I'm I mean? hundred percent. I'm a hundred percent on that boat. Um, that, uh, yeah, what we're watching right now, uh, again, it's a, I, if you look, if you look at history, history points towards the future, right? You learn lessons that you can. What we have seen from um, from Werner is that he can learn, but he has to get all the way to the point of being forced to learn, right? So the question isn't, you know, is next yeah. week going to be better? The question is, is, is the situation going to be such that's going to force him to do the thing he needs to do, right? Yeah. Um, and if it is, well, then this will continue. It seems. Right. Yeah. The other question that I have, and I'm sure this has been thought of by a few of you, we've been playing a counterattacking system, which has been absolutely gorgeous. And we've been maximizing the players that we have on the field because we don't have to have the ball. Bayern is a possession hungry team. Freiburg is a possession hungry team. What happens next week when we go up against Mainz who doesn't want the ball? You know, what, what happened? I'm hoping, I'm hoping that we'll play possession. Well, what, well, again, um, what happens I'm, next, you know, we got Mainz, Heidenheim, Cologne, and Darmstadt. Yeah. One of those teams wants the ball in Heidenheim. The other three don't. And if it's one thing we've watched from this team over the last three to four years is that we have yet to have a coach, maybe the coach slash players, that have the ability to use possession and create offense when moving into the final third against a set defense. We've, we've okay. seen success on the counter. We've seen success playing counter ball. We have not seen success. Uh, playing possession ball in it's got to be four or five years. Cruz was yeah. probably the last time we had the opportunity to play possession football that was genuinely, uh, you know, you know, somewhat convincing. And uh, again, sure. that's that's going to be my concern going forward. The next four games, I think, are absolutely pivotal to understand: Does Werner have what it takes to set this team up for success when a team doesn't want the ball? Um, and and I I don't know. You got to play the games to find out, and we're gonna yeah. we're gonna find out. And I, and I think this would, I, I mean, if Werner's able to crack this code, I think I'm going to gain a lot more respect for him. Um, I think we have the players for it. I don't think it's too much of a stretch for uh, for for Lenin to, to decide to start to play that possession-based. I mean, he's already kind of doing it now. I mean, even Zetterer, if you think about it, is playing possession-based football with his distribution, right? It's no longer just kicking it into the fucking offense of uh, whatever opponent we're playing. Kicking it to the or ghost out. of Fulkrug? Yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, it's it's a little bit more complex than it has been. Um, I think it takes, and, and also it's a different group of people on the field. I think Jinma would love to play some fucking possession football. Um, even, like, Schmid, to a certain extent. I mean, he's not terrible he's not great he's about what we get at this level right now with the money that we have 
Um, but he doesn't mind playing a bit of possession. He likes to set those runs out. You know what I mean? Um, I think Dukes might have some problems with it. Um, but yeah, I think it's possible. If you think of Dema as well, are like a goo are, are racing up the sides. Those guys like tearing it up. Um, it might be, yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be a bit of a change, but I think it's possible. I don't think it's out of the question. Is it something we want to do all the time? No, but it's something we need to learn in order to become successful in a well-balanced team. Totally. Well, no, I don't, of course, totally agree because that would make us way too amicable with one another. Um, okay, so... You go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> you go to hell and you die. All right, let's... Uh, <laughs> Let's get into some, we've got a bunch of listener questions. We're obviously not going to get to all of them. So my apologies in advance, but we got some really good, just solid questions. Um, and then of course, a bunch of absolute crazy, would you rather a bet on it or against it? Okay. So listener questions, uh, Christian, how do we convince Dinchi to stay? I think we already kind of got into this. How do we get Nick Dinchi and Jinma all on the field at once? I mean, honestly, okay. Hot take here. Uh, Voltamat isn't signing an extension. We, we, sure. we burn that bridge. He's gone, folks. And I, I am Agreed. sorry to say it. I'll put my dollar down right now and say that that's what's happening. And I will be yeah. very pissed off when it happens. I'm absolutely positive yeah. that the management, the coaching of this team has done exactly what they did to Dinchi, that they did to, to yeah. Voltamod, and Dinchi ain't coming back either. Like it may be yeah. some very special oh, circumstances yeah. for Dinchi, but Voltamod is gone. He's there. There's been absolutely. enough opportunity to show Voltamod some good faith, and we haven't done it. And I, I just think that he's ready to move on. If he gets the right offer from a Bundesliga team, he's gone. Even if he gets an yeah. offer where they're like, well, we're going to try and play you, you know, 40, 50% of the games. I think he'll take it. I think he'd take it in a second. So long as he's guaranteed to get at least like, yeah, like you said, half a season, 90 minutes a game for half a season. Cause he needs to play to develop. Right. Absolutely. He understands that when he played in the third tier, yeah. Player, yeah. player of the league. Like that's not just a top scorer. Yeah. That's not just a guy that was impactful. That's your MVP of the league. I, yeah. even, in a, even in the third tier, that tells you the guy should be able to, you know, be get some solid minutes every once in a while and see what see what he's made out of. Uh, okay, sorry. Yeah. Next question here. Uh, what would you? What would it take for you to be convinced Werner extend uh, earned his extension? Would it be like? And then uh, I think Dustin sent this in. So, what would it be for you to be convinced Werner earned his extension? Would it be something like European qualification, top ten, survival? What would it be? Sure. I think like um, that's a really good question. Um, I need to see him starting to use the youth voluntarily more often. So, like players like Voltamata actually playing regularly, like every other game or something like that. Um, and then maybe like, um, I was going to say like top 10, uh, we'll say like top eight, I think if, we, if you could do top eight, actually even top 10, it's kind of a tough one. I'll say top 10. Um, but also using and developing youth, um, without, without being forced to due to red cards, yellow cards or injuries, you know, actually wanting to use the players that you have available um because you want to and because you believe in them versus well fuck you know this guy's injured and this guy's got a, a bunch of yellow cards yeah i think that's fair I, I don't think i have anything to add to that i think that's fair uh okay next question i don't watch hockey but who would be verter's dedicated fight guy <laughs> uh, i don't watch hockey either uh, but I did used to play nhl 94 when i was a teenager nice. we'd get high because it had the blood 
on it. Uh, and one player sticks. I mean, there's a couple players that stick out to mine, but Bobby Probert in a fucking heartbeat. No, no, no. Uh, you got you got to pick I, uh, who would who would be Verter's dedicated fight guy. Oh, oh, for us. Oh, I'm yeah, because if I, that was because I picked Dave the Hammer from Philadelphia. I think in the '80s he was yes, wild. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, dedicated <laughs> fight guy. Uh, yeah. I guess probably dedicated? Dutch actually. Yeah. Dutch. You think Dux could yeah. throw down? He's not just all bluster. Uh, I think he's a lot of bluster, but I also think he's enough of a dickhead that he he'll get in enough scraps. Um, and he's a pretty big body. He's like six two. Who I mean, who else do we have? Nobody. Everybody's too pretty. I I like the idea of Zetterer. I think Zetterer could throw down. Really? I think so. Okay. He might be okay. too pretty. He might be too pretty. Yeah. Kovanatsky might be able to to punch a face. Yeah. True. And, and to be height, fair, dude. I think that's the only thing he's got going for him right now. <laughs> Maybe that's what he's going to need time. to do to get onto the field and start knocking yeah, him. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, another great question here. So like many fans, I want to see more of Voltamod and would like to see Dukes sold this summer. For the team, it might be good to realize that, as Sooner put it adequately, they've outgrown him. For his yes. market value, however, it'd be best if Dukes plays a lot plays well and scores a lot. So what's the ideal scenario here? Ooh. Okay. I like I, this. I think I okay. think this is this is a wonderful, you know, death of a thousand cuts yeah. kind of scenario here. Okay. Um best case scenario, he plays every game till the end of the season, scores like another goal every other game. Um we get 10 million from him and Voltamata extends because he knows Dukes is going and replaces Dukes. Boom. So you get 10 million Voltamata <laughs> playing. Dux Boom gone. goes the dynamite. That's right. <laughs> Boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> That's Honestly, my opinion. Well, tr- truthfully, if Dukes goes on a scoring tear, I'm pretty sure Verder's going to try to extend with him. I yeah, probably. I just get I get a feeling. Um, I can't I remember when his so when his contract ends. I should look that up before I shoot my mouth off. There you go. Live, live uh, radio here for you folks. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's got a cottage to 2026. <laughs> no, they won't be doing that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, you're right. Way too long. Honestly, I, and again, this, this is a great little scenario. It's fun, uh, but I've already written off Voltamod. I, I have, I think he's yeah. gone. So for me, the best scenario is that Duke plays out of his skin and we sell him to somebody, you know, that's going to pay, 10 plus million for him. We say goodbye to Voltamata, hopefully learn a lesson, a part of it. I don't think yeah. we will, but I hope we do. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think that's, I don't think that's the best scenario. I just think that's the most ideal maybe. Uh, okay. Next question. Another, just awesome. This is great. If you could plug in one former player from the last 10 years, who would it be? Oh shit. Last 10 years. Um, <laughs> 10 years though, fuck. folks, 10 years. All right. So that ain't, that's 20, it's 2024. 2024 so 2014 and up. There's a lot. That's of what I'm going to look right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you go ahead and answer. And I'm going to look right now for the 2014, 2015 season. <laughs> well, I mean, honest- I want to see who we had. Um, just, just to get the the you know the horniness level back up again, I would probably go for Thomas Delaney, but we don't need him. I think I think Young Stay sure. is uh, a yeah. basically a, a cheaper version of Thomas Delaney. Yeah. What I would probably go for actually would be a resurgence of a former Max Cruz um, 
you know, I, mm-hmm. I guess, do we get, do we have to take him at the, like the, the skill level they were at at the time? I think that should probably be a rule as well. Oh uh, yeah. Like at their peak. I mean, you're not signing these guys cause they're fucking garbage, right? Yeah. I, I would probably um, pick Cruz cause we need that connection in the midfield uh, and, sure. and scoring ability. I think that would, yeah. I was thinking like a center back. Um, so oh. like Ashton Prodel yeah. would be really fucking nice. Um, Cause I was looking as far back who honestly, like it's not like we had a streak of fantastic center no. backs no. Uh, since 2014. So I was like the older, Socrates, the better. maybe. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Actually he would be pretty fucking good too. Um, I, it's a tough call in between having like a solid back line, another solid center back or uh, having that flare up front. I think, honestly, if we could grind out nil-nils and one-nils, um, I'd be willing to sacrifice that creativity um, just just for like a season or two until you get that guy. So yeah, I'll say Perudel or uh, Socrates or Socrates or whatever the fuck his fucking name is. <laughs> well, his, yeah, whatever his, his real name is too hard to pronounce at all. I mean, yeah, I could I'm even sure maybe just for romance sake, you know, Garcia on the left side, he was a lot of fun. Dude, um, I was thinking about those fullbacks, Selassie, right? Yeah, oh, PGS. Yannick Vestergaard. Yannick fucking Vestergaard there you go. actually that's would a, be really that's nice. Power. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a big boy there. <laughs> All right. Um, we should – oh, shoot, we're at an hour already. Uh, we'll do a, qu- a couple of real quick would-you-rathers and bet on it against them. We'll get sooner in here. Sorry, folks, we're going into overtime today. Uh, right. Uh, Christian, would you rather – Sell uh, <laughs> Njinma for 15 million in the summer, but Dinchi stays, or keep Njinma, but Dinchi leaves for 5 million? Um, I guess Dinchi leaves. I mean, I've you know what? It's the devil you know. And right now, I, I know Njinma, uh, and I've seen Njinma, and I like Njinma. It's not that I don't like Dinchi, but I haven't been paying really that much attention to him. Um, and it hurts a little bit less, I guess. Does that make sense? Yeah, I agree with you on that one. Uh, right. Would you rather have Duke as a sporting director or gross as a manager? <laughs> oh, oh shoot. my God. I've been missing this. I'm about the net. Oh no. Oh, I'm about the net. Oh. I'd take gross as a Fuck. manager. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I mean, if you think about it, a lot of like great managers are often terrible players. And he is so, a terrible player. Uh, <laughs> I, that's I rest my case, Your Honor. So we'll go with we'll go with Gross as uh, as a manager. I'm at the net. Oh, All right. Oh, oh, would, you, net, oh. would you rather be stuck in a zombie apocalypse or an alien invasion? Ooh. Uh, let me think here. Do I know what the aliens look like, or is this some like the shit where is, it's this the, is open uh, to interpretation here. I'm going to go with zombies because zombies aren't very smart and I have no fucking clue what's going on with al- with aliens, man. Um, yeah. Yeah. We're going with zombies on this one. See, and I, I'd probably go with the alien invasion. Like I'm pretty sure like zombies, when they get you, you're dead, right? There's no, when aliens get you, it sounds like there's a lot of probing and maybe I could come around to that. <laughs> it might become enjoyable <laughs> after the first or second time, you know? But that's, I mean, you're thinking like, that's the nicest thing those fucking aliens are doing, right? Like, think about humans. Think about what humans do during war, you know? Okay, this is getting a little fucking horrible. (laughs) Yeah. 
Exactly. I'll take a zombie biting my ass over fucking uh, like a live uh, what's it called where they cut me up. Yeah, some horrible shit like that. Fuck that. All right. Would you rather during the next power hour replace the Stephen Hawking voice with the Werner Foghorn or with the Pretenders chorus? Oh, could you imagine how brutal that would get after an hour? I have to? Foghorn, I guess. I'd probably do the Pretenders because I would just I, near the end, it would just be so retardedly hilarious. Like I just nothing. <laughs> oh man, you would be angry by the end of it. And I would walk five. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, <laughs> bet on it or against it. Uh, <clears throat> the supposed new youth first approach at the club is an indirect indictment on Frank's failures of cheap, injury-prone, experienced players. I'm betting on it. Hundred percent. I'm betting uh, on it. I like it. I like it. And because I like it, I'm going to bet on it. I don't know if I actually believe it, but I like it enough. <laughs> well, I've got something to say about the investment group here next week. Um, that is going to kind of combine exactly what this is talking about. And we'll, uh, there, that's me, uh, baiting the hook for next week. So you all have to come back now. Uh, all right. <laughs> come back now. You hear, uh, bet on it or against it. The supposed new, uh, I just read that. Okay. Well, there's an indictment on my stupidity backspace. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Christian, sorry. Bet on or against it. We will play in Europe before our next relegation. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, we just had a really great win, so obviously I'm feeling optimistic. But if yeah. you asked me like a month ago, I'd be saying no fucking way. You know what? So I'm going to go with my, I'm going to say no fucking way. I think it's going to be a minute before we play in Europe. Yeah, we're going to relegate before we get back to Europe. I don't know. I don't like this That's question. tough. That's tough. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. going to go with Europe. I have to. Got to believe, man. Yeah. Got to believe. Sure. Because I am so optimistic all the time. Uh, all right. The last bet on it or against it. We will find out in the coming months that Heidenheim has a $2 million buy clause for Dinchy. Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> Doesn't even wait. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's a- <laughs> no. no. I, that's the sort of thing that makes absolute fucking sense a hundred percent and they're gonna sell and we'll get like a five percent sell-on fee or something fucking stupid which everybody will be super happy about when the stuttgart buys them for fucking like 17 million did anybody yeah don't worry guys we got we got like a million and a half extra (laughs) well the fact is he left verter valued at a million he's at heidenheim what six months later seven months later at six million three Six million? Damn. Six. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Speaks volumes. Let's let's get on with things here. We got to get sooner in here because uh, I think we're contractually obligated to give him airtime. He's a very very good friend of mine. Sooner, sooner, maggot, sooner. It's a rig system. Maggot, 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 sooner. Nobody can do it like sooner. Nobody builds walls better than Sooner. Nobody's better to people with disabilities than Sooner. We'll totally accept the results if I win. Boy, you're cutting that one close, Sooner. Let us know if you can hear us. <laughs> hey, yeah, I can hear. I was trying to call in and it wasn't working. Thanks for making Verder horny again, Sooner. I'm I'm riding that one until the end. I love that. Make make Verder horny again. I love it. <laughs> Yeah. How's it going, bro? You know Did you it. get some sleep this time around? 
I, 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 I'm, uh, I'm got plenty of sleep. I took a little nap and, uh, no, I'm joking. I'm, I'm fine. I had, I, I had like a normal day today, so we're all good. <laughs> Somebody asked me who negotiated the deal that we gave you airtime. And I was going to say Bauman. <laughs> well, five, five, you already said that. <laughs> all right, Sooner, what you, what you got for us today? Okay. So yeah, let's, let's talk a little bit about the games that are coming up. Uh, we, we did delved into it a little bit. I'll try not to be too, super long with it. Although I think there's a lot, uh, I was writing some stuff down. There's a lot I had, uh, uh, come across, you know, one of the things, so I, I, I don't want to open up the discussion again, but just one of the things that I think is so interesting is, and I, I challenge you or, or if, if you get, if you have like, you know, 15 minutes this week, uh, try and that. find, uh, the, the highlights of the, uh, the Mainz game that we played earlier this year. And I, if someone was like in a coma or they watched that game and they fell in a coma and then they woke up and they watched Werder Bremen play against Freiburg. Um, right. They would probably be like, "Oh, cool! Like this is like this is this is how it's been going, right?" Uh, they they would not have known like the the all the twists and turns that it took for us to get here. Um, but uh, but yeah, I just I just find that really that it's really interesting. I think a lot of people thought after the Mines game, "Oh, this is going to be it's us and it's great," and that's not really how it turned out. Uh, Oli Werner had to figure a few things out. Um, slash, you know, his hand was forced, and I think you can make that. Well, case sure. For sure. I mean, you had you had. Uh... You had an injury to Dukes, right, in the early on in the game. So Voltamod comes right. in. Um, right. And then you end up putting in, in Jinma for uh, Komonatsky late in the game, of course. But, but yeah, Voltamod made a massive difference in that game. Right. He did for sure. And, yeah, uh, Schmidt too, man. Like, if you, it was so much fun to watch that game because he would just win the ball and everyone's just running the other way. It was a lot of fun uh, to watch. Um, Mainz. Let's talk about them. Mainz is a um, – they were pretty surprising to me. that uh, They had a bit of a rough end of the year last year, but they were a pretty solid team all last year. And then all of a sudden, I mean, they have – been terrible they have 11 points now they have they have a game in hand they need to play a makeup game against union berlin um i think it's coming up i think in a couple weeks uh but they have 11 points and uh they've got some really really bad offensive numbers they have they average uh, 0.8 goals per match uh cologne is the only team with the worst goals per match uh they have 0.6 um uh they have, I mean, it shouldn't be that surprising. They have an XG of 1. Uh, 1.07, which, I mean, that is a bit of a difference, but, like, they're not even generating very many uh, chances uh, where they're dangerous. Um, they've created 28 big chances this year, and they've uh, blown 21 of them. I mean, that ratio has got to be one of the biggest. <laughs> God damn. I mean, what, like, so that means that they've only had seven big chances. Guys. <laughs> well, you know, Fuck I don't me. really know because it's, I mean, they lost, I guess, a couple of players, but I mean, a lot of the people who've been around there the last couple of years are, uh, have, are still there. And, uh, I mean, I guess it's on some level, maybe it's kind of like a, a thing that happened with Union Berlin where like they were just having a few couple of really good years and then they got kind of punched in the mouth and they didn't really know how to respond. Um, I mean, a guy who, who, who had been playing well for them last year when he, since he came in in the winter was, uh, Ludovic Ajork. And, I mean, he's been terrible this year. Even going back to the beginning of the year, I remember he played a game against Union where he missed two penalties in the same game. And his confidence is just shot. He's not even starting anymore. Um, they uh, Defensively, they have not been good. But this is where I want to shift things and talk about like what's been happening there since like uh, early November 
which is kind of crazy. They, uh, they, so like the, the first 11 games of the year to start the year, they, they allowed, I think two or more goals in almost every single, um, one of their games. And they, uh, I think that they tied for second in the league in, uh, uh, goals allowed, um, the most goals allowed. And then in their last 10 games, they've gone on a run, I think where they've allowed like six goals in, um, nine games i'm trying to find their numbers i've got shit written down here and i can't <laughs> track it all um but yeah and I, th I think only leverkusen have have allowed less goals in the last nine games than uh mines have mm. uh they're they're they've turned the defense around what you would kind of expect for like a relegation kind of team uh how many goals have they scored in those nine games three They've scored three goals <laughs> in those nine oh, games, damn. so they're so they've kind of turned into like Rookrun to Schalke from last year, like where they're just ready to park a bus and and but they can't put the ball in the goal at all. Um, they got a new trainer, um, Jan uh, Zivart, I think is his name. Uh, uh, Zivart. He was Dortmund's under twenty three trainer. Then he went to Huddersfield Town uh, when they were in the Premier League. Got him relegated and got fired. Uh, like all, he got hired, got him relegated, and got fired all in one calendar year. Um, I, hope, I hope somebody. I hope somebody read off his uh, his resume just like that to the the sports director. <laughs> and then the guy's like, "Yes, that's our guy." Like that's a <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So then he went to he went to be the academy manager at Mainz after that. And he he stepped in on an interim basis once before when they hired Bo Svensson, and then he replaced Bo Svensson as an interim. And then the team just decided to uh, keep him on full time uh, because they were starting to turn things around a bit and get some results. I think they beat Leipzig two nothing his first game. Um, he typically runs kind of like a three four three. I guess technically, um, like on some apps I've seen, is more of like a three four two one is how they. But it's, you know, it's basically a three four three. Um, last week though against Frankfurt, they lined up in uh, uh, like a three five two type of formation. I don't know what it is. It feels like. I mean, maybe I just wasn't paying attention. But it seems like once we started doing that, like every Bundesliga club started playing with a back three and like well, five we're, like midfield players. We're trendsetters. Right, exactly. I think most of the league watches Werder Bremen and says, how can I be more more like that? <laughs> so desirable. Indeed. Right. Um, a couple more things to look at for like what I, uh, some important things to keep in mind as as, uh, as we're approaching the game, how, like how minds can positively affect the game or for them or negatively for us. Like what do they do well? Um, they, um, they've got 433 touches inside the opponent's box this year, which is like, I think like eight, like, uh, and they've won the ball in the final third, four point, uh, they, they win the ball in the final third, 4.7 times per match, which is also, I mean, roundabout league average, you know, slightly better than league average. Um, they're uh, that, that build up disruption percentage statistic that I had listed for the, uh, Bochum, uh, a couple weeks ago, they're not as dominant in that as Bochum was, but they're pretty good. So they, they like to, uh, uh, disrupt, uh, what a team is normally able to do with building up. They, um, lead the league in inter passes intercepted and, uh, they're third in the league at aerial duels one. And that leads me to talk about a guy who I think is worth keeping an eye on. If you're wanting to look at a guy for Mainz who could have a, a, a an impact on the game. Um, Sepp Vanderberg, he's a, a Dutch national. He's on loan from Liverpool. Um, he is third in the league in, in aerials one. He's a center back and he's playing really well for them. Uh, Jonathan Burkhart is probably the most consistent forward. Um, 
And uh, just something I thought was really interesting because Karim Onisivo has been there for a long time and he's played like nine games against us. He's never scored against Verder Bremen. I kind of, I always, because Mainz has oh, had a few games where they, where they <laughs> <laughs> He's never scored. Uh, so yeah, I mean, now, now he's definitely going to, right? No. Um, but it, it, they, they've, they've played like a few games like where Mainz has gotten, you know, a couple of goals or three goals on us. He's never scored against us. So um, that's kind of just some stuff about my, Mainz. Um, my lock, and this is kind of along the lines of what you were talking about, Ben, and it's something that I'm a little bit wary of as we get into this, because it's going to be a different type of physicality. It's going to be a different type of game plan. It's going to be like the hunter versus hunted mentality that has to change. Um, Mainz is so bad on offense, and I don't really expect that to change. Um, I'm going to go ahead, though, and lock in. I, I was actually very surprised to see this uh, get such good odds on DraftKings. You can get um, – I've done this once before where you can get a, a group of three scores, which if the game ends with that exact score, then you um, win. So my – I've gotten uh, a, what they call a correct score band of um, a one nothing win for us, a 2 nothing win for us, or a 3 nothing win for us. I do think we're probably going to win. Um and uh, I just I don't know if it's going to be the kind of game like where we look, you know, kind of aimless or like where we don't handle their physicality well and we don't handle their defensive schemes well. Um, or if it's going to be the kind of game like where we just kind of beat the shit out of them. I don't know. I don't know what to expect, but I think we're going to win and I think we're not going to allow a goal to Mainz. So that's my lock. It's plus 380 on DraftKings, which I think is a pretty good uh, odds for the one for the likelihood that one of those three scores is the correct one. So that's what I'm locking up. You better lock it up. You lock it up. Ooh, that's a big lock, all right. Of the day. Well, I'm going to be going with a zero-zero draw. I'm pretty sure, sure after hearing that they scored three goal, three goals in the last like, six or seven games, and they've only right. let in six or seven. I mean, how I'm is it? You can be one of the best dis, how can you be one of the best disruptors against the ball? Have some of the most touches inside the box and three goals in the, in the last one. I, I have games? saving it all for our game. Yeah, so they're going to yeah. score two. <laughs> Yeah, I have no clue but yeah it's crazy like like it's funny like they do some stuff well and then but they're just I mean they're really really bad and uh it's hard to explain all right well there you have it folks if you want to make a little money on the side follow sooner uh he definitely didn't get his lock last week because uh <laughs> actually it was no I'm still of, it was pretty funny how sorry, like no nobody followed your lock last week I like yeah. I like that. I mean, that was I, pretty I, good. Yeah, but that was. I mean, I I, I stuck with my uh, I stuck with my uh, uh, when when you think you know what's going to happen with Werder Bremen, then bet on the opposite the strategy. Opposite. Yeah, um, and uh, that didn't work for me very well. But I'm very happy about that. Uh, and uh, but I'm still I'm still getting like two out of every three locks. I'm I'm hitting them. So there you go. So you if know, you want two out of three, six, it's pretty good. 66% return on your investment with Sooner Verder right there. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that'll do it for our show today. Thanks to those that Here. called in. Thanks to people that listened Really quickly, live. let me... Well, oh, Really why? quickly, let, let, let me just run through the, the, uh, the oh, contest. Oh, right. Right. Uh, okay. Really quickly, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's pretty easy Gep, now. The only reason Geppy stayed listening, he's so late over there. That <laughs> 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 we just cut the show off and don't let him hear his name at the top. <laughs> so, yeah. 
So let me. So it's uh, um, two people got the score right. Three one for Verder. I'm yeah. pretty impressed by. Uh, Wild. That's pretty. I can't believe that two people got that. El Comandante and Strued, which I don't know who either one of those people are. I think those are, are two are, Brazilians. Maybe yeah, you might be Brazilian. <laughs> I mean, Strued. That sounds kind of Portuguese, maybe. Um, if if you if you aren't on the Discord or whatever, and you're just hopping in here, feel free to like drop. You know, I think Ben and Christian have given their emails. Mine is soonerverder at gmail.com. Uh, hit me up and uh, just so I can like know who he you are. And uh, it's always a lot of fun. Yeah, it, it's very true. Um, <laughs> other people who picked up points were, uh, I guess, is are you Big Ben or is that another Ben? That's a different Ben. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. he's okay, slightly a different bigger. Ben. Another Ben. <laughs> he's a big. He's a bigger. Okay. <laughs> uh, Gappy. Hair Doctor Tim, um, I don't know who I. Oh, th- th- then actually, it is you, Ben. I think you're yeah. INEBG. Le Chef, Nawu, uh, who I think is Muhammad, and Spivey all got two points. That leads us to the table, which is uh, Gepi and Spivey are up on top with six. Il Comandante, uh, Ben, and I, and Strubed all have four. And um, uh, 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 Christian's got four. Big Ben's got two. Dirt thirteen. Hair Doctor Tim, Le Chef, Nawu, and Aaron all have uh, two points, and that leaves about a group of nine or ten people still looking to get on the board. Um, hop on the Kick Tip app if you want to keep track of it. It's, it's, uh... <laughs> Sorry, I was a little late. Yeah, hop. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, it happens sometimes. I know, right? Um... <laughs> um, oops. I don't know what yeah, was happening there. Sometimes. Um, yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, hop on the Kicktip app. It's super convenient, uh, um, and uh, you can keep track of the scores even as the games. It, it updates with uh, the games that's happening live. You can refresh it, and uh, it'll show you who's gotten points based on what is happening in the game at that moment. So, uh, hope you guys are liking the new uh, format that we're using. It's a lot less work for me, and I think it actually works better for everyone else too. So, yeah, hopefully uh, there isn't demands for recounts this year. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm this is how it went. The capital. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, that's good stuff. So yeah, definitely get your uh, get your picks in before kickoff on the game. Um, except Geppy, I think you uh, have been penalized this last week uh, for indecent <laughs> exposure in public. I believe. Sounds uh, so about you're right. Not allowed. Yeah, that does. It's it's just par for the course. You're not allowed to pick uh, this week. So sorry. Too bad. Uh, everybody else, by all means, uh, you can. Even if you did have indecent exposure, uh, we, we prefer that. Uh, all right. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's close it off for the day. I'm assuming there's nothing I've missed. Next week, we're going to get into the investor stuff. We'll get back into transfers. We'll get into the news of the day. Um, but yeah, for, for today, thanks to those that called in, uh, it was a fun show. Everybody's a little high on our own supply, which is great. We deserve that at least once a season. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and, and here's, here's hoping we can put a few goals past a team that doesn't let any goals in. Um, but yeah, anything, anything else that, uh, we missed, we need to address. I'll take that nope, as a no. I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> Well, thanks, everybody, for making Verter horny again. We will catch you all next week. Ciao, ciao, ciao. Have a good one. Bye. Yeah.